High interest rates, volatile markets, and recession talks could be standing between you and the retirement that you had planned for. Today on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, we'll go through some easy adjustments that can make a huge difference in your retirement plan. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Savapathy. Welcome into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host, Prashant Samupathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, independent fiduciary, also published author, a couple of books already to his credit, Fiscal Health Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly, and a resource website you want to check out, retiremaryland.com. That's retiremaryland.com. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week we go back and forth on the retirement topics. We also, we give you an opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant and his team at Elite Income Advisors and talk about your retirement situation. And again, these appointments that we make exclusive for our radio listeners are no cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. So let's get into this. High interest rates, volatile markets, recession talk could be standing between you and that retirement that you want to plan for. Well, how to limit the damage coming up when we uh, talk about this today on the show. So there are plenty of financial strategies. There are tips, rules of thumb. I mean, again, you, you take a look at putting this plan together. Unfortunately, with an economy that's plagued by market volatility, you know, high interest rates and talks of recession, the retirement planning rule book, well, it has changed. So in an effort to shed a little light, I gotten together with Prashant, and he is going to spread the knowledge on how to change up, uh, you know, the impact that your bottom line in retirement is going to have. We are covering a few of the classic retirement planning rules and the practical application of these rules in a very unpredictable economy. All right, Prashant, that was that was a whole lot of description, but we are going to get into the basics here. And these are ones that most people are aware of, but we're also going to talk about, you know, how it's going to impact you in the current economy. So the 4% rule, what is the 4% rule? Look, the 4% rule became the standard, okay? It really became the standard for folks who were entering retirement and what it assumed was that you would have a 4% rate of withdrawal on your retirement funds on an annual basis to satisfy the distributions that were required in order for you to live the way that you wanted to. So let's take an example, right? You had a million dollars when you retired. The rule of thumb with the 4% rule is that you could withdraw $40,000 per year. Okay, and so that would be $40,000 per year. And then you would increase that withdrawal each and every year to account for inflation. And as long as you maintain somewhat of a balanced portfolio, you would have a great chance of that 4% withdrawal adjusted for inflation lasting you 25 or 30 years into retirement. So that was the original idea behind the 4% rule. How has it fared over time? I mean, have there been any variations to that 4% rule? Uh, you talk about it quite often on the program. It may be 4% for some. Uh, it may be less or more for others. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think it all comes down to how much income do you need, right? So when, when I say that, what I'm talking about is, let's say you did a good job saving for retirement, and let's say you did save a million dollars, right? Now, you probably have some social security coming in. You probably have hopefully a pension coming in if you are fortunate enough to have one of those. 
And so the question is, if you only could withdraw $40,000 per year before taxes, is that $40,000 paired with your social security going to be enough for you to live on? And for most people, that answer is no, because when we get to retirement, we of course start spending more money on all the things that we couldn't spend money on while we were working, right? So I think what has happened, Morgan, the last several years, we've seen more and more advisors start to recommend a higher rate of withdrawal because their clients need the income, right? So what if you needed 50, 60, $70,000 per year instead of just that 40 so that you could enjoy your life in retirement? That would be great. But the problem with that inherently is the more money you start taking out of your retirement accounts, the greater the likelihood is that you're going to run out of money faster, right? And so it's a weird situation that people are put in where they need an income, but they can only withdraw a certain amount sustainably over the course of their lifetime. And so what that typically means is you either have to have a better strategy to create more income in retirement sustainably, or you have to change your standard of living, your expected quality of life to make sure that you never run out of money. And those are the decisions that retirees, the modern retiree is facing. And look, when this 4% rule was enacted, or, or really when it really came into Uh, becoming pretty popular, the world was a totally different place. So what we say today is that the 4% rule is not really all that reliable because of high interest rates and market volatility. And so we have to have an alternate plan in place that gives you the income you need, yet makes it highly sustainable for the next 25 or 30 years. All right, here's the next classic, the rule of 72. Now this is simplified, but let's talk about that rule of 72. Yeah, so the rule of 72, 72 uh, gives you an opportunity to understand how many years, based on the rate of return that your investments are getting, how many years it would take for that investment to double. Okay, so for example, let's take an example, your account earns an average of 4% per year. So what we would do is we would divide 72 by four, and that would give you 18. And that 18 represents the number of years that it would take for your money to double. Okay, and so I think when we look at it, we have to start asking, is that rule still valid? So yes, it is valid in the sense that the math always adds up that way. But with what degree of reliability are our returns going to be predictable? Meaning, if you have that 4% return, what degree of certainty are you going to have that you're going to earn that 4% every single year for the next 18 years, right? Typically, the market does not provide us that type of certainty where we know exactly what we're going to get each and every year. In fact, it does the exact opposite. The market is incredibly unpredictable. We see years where we have 30% returns. We see years like 2022, where we have negative 18 or negative 20% returns. And that's what makes it unpredictable. The math on the rule of 72 adds up, but what doesn't add up is the unpredictability of the returns that you're actually getting on your retirement asset. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We're just going over some of the class classic rules that are out there we've talked about and are they holding up in our current economy and everything that's going on the four percent rule the rule of 72 and this next one the magic retirement age of 65 the 65 rule uh, i mean this is a number that it may surprise some folks out there because it certainly surprised me a lot of people believe that 65 is that magic number or the magic age and that will signal the beginning of their retirement does this standard rule still apply today Look, 
Look, I think the concept and the expectation of the American worker in general is that they'll work till 65, and that is the age where you should retire. And in my opinion, that is absolutely not applicable today, simply because people are living longer. And when you live longer, you inherently need more money to be able to make your retirement savings last as long as possible. So yes, you can still retire at 65 years old. And I think 65 became that rule of thumb age, simply because that's when the Medicare program kicked in, right? And so people thought, oh, we'll get some health insurance that was subsidized by the government primarily when we get 65. And so that makes a natural point in time when we could retire. Also, remember, the Social Security age for full retirement used to be 65 years old. It's been increased to 67 now, but it used to be 65 years old, which created that natural check-in point for retirement being 65. But with that being said, the folks that are looking at 65 as the hard and fast rule are in for a huge surprise. And that's because number one, you can't collect full social security benefits at 65 years old. Number two is yes, you do get Medicare, but Medicare also comes at an additional cost, which I think is something that a lot of people don't plan for. And then of course, number three, what I would say is because people are living longer, you have more time to the end of the horizon, meaning you have more time before potentially passing away if you're retiring at 65, which simply means that you need more money to fund your retirement. And remember, the early part of your retirement is going to be the time typically we're going to spend the most amount of money because you're traveling, you have purpose with your life, you have good health, and you know exactly what it is that you want to do that's going to make you happy. And that will cause you inherently to spend more money in the early part of your retirement. And so you have to be really careful with that rule of 65. In fact, the best way to ensure that you can retire at 65 would be to put a real plan in place. That's going to include a roadmap. And so what I want to do right now, Morgan, is I want to open up our phone lines as we do every single week. That phone number is 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. And when our radio audience calls that phone number, you're going to have the opportunity to book a complimentary no obligation visit with our team at Elite Income Advisors. Now, when you come in to visit with us, you're not coming in agreeing to become a client. It is totally complimentary for you to come in and have a conversation. So you're going to leave that checkbook at home. And what we are going to help you do in turn is we're going to help you put that professional retirement plan together. It's going to include an income for life plan. The income for life plan will help you understand when you can retire by illustrating for you where your income is going to come from for the rest of your life. It's also going to help you understand uh, how long you can stay retired because we want to make sure that once you retire, you stay retired. And that will include a social security analysis, a portfolio stress test to make sure you're not taking on too much risk. And yes, it'll include a conversation to help you mitigate future taxes. But it all starts with that phone number and dialing it. Have your calendar ready. It's limited to our radio audience. And we have only 10 exclusive spots available. It's 800-653-8404. All right. Get that call in there. Grab that reservation. Again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Retire Smart Maryland Radio coming back on the other side. And we're going to continue with our classic retirement rules. We'll talk about that 60-40 stock bond split and also the rule of 100. That's all coming up next on Retire Smart, Maryland Radio.
Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host, Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, independent fiduciary. Yes, he is. Couple of books to his credit so far. Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth is one. Retire Abundantly is his latest. And you can check it all out at retiremaryland.com. That's retiremaryland.com. Great resource website for you. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We are talking about some of the classic rules in retirement. So far today, we've talked about the 4% rule. We've talked about the rule of 72. And we've also talked about that magic number rule of 65. Now we're going to continue that discussion, Prashant. And it's the 60-40 stock bond split rule. Just your thoughts. I mean, is this still, in general, reliable? You know, this one is really interesting because I think it's very, very common for people to rely on this 60-40 split to help them mitigate risk because, you know, it typically over time has done a really good job. But then something really interesting happened last year, and that was what happened to the market, right? And we saw stocks in 2022 sell off pretty big time. We had double-digit negative stock returns for last year. I think the stock market was down close to about 20% for the year in 2022. But the interesting part, is that the bond market also took a huge hit as well. If you look at the aggregate bond index, you're talking about nearly 15% down. If you look at the 20-year Treasury note ETF, uh, that was down close to 30% or more last year. And so it's interesting because the 60-40 portfolio blend really was set up because you had an inverse relationship typically between stocks and bonds. So when stocks went up, maybe bonds went down a little bit, but when stocks went down, the bonds went up or at least stayed the same a little bit. But when we had a year like last year, when bonds went down more than stocks, that really blew up that 60-40 blend, which means if you were in a 60-40 blend last year, you probably lost a heck of a lot more money than you thought that you would. And so I think moving forward, we have to learn from 2022. Instead of using things like bonds, which still have risk, as we saw last year in 2022, what's becoming more and more popular is that instead of using the 40% in bonds, people are starting to replace the bond part of their portfolio with totally safe and secure assets. And I think that's such a powerful thing. That way, when stocks go down and you're allocated to that, you have confidence to know that the other part of your portfolio that would have been invested in bonds is now in truly something that is totally safe. I think that provides us with a huge amount of comfort and peace of mind as we head into retirement. I love having something that is totally safe when I'm heading into retirement. So can you give us some examples on the safety part of this? I mean, a lot of people are like, wow, the 60-40 uh, stock to bond split, maybe something I should really look into, especially after what happened last year. Give me some examples. So, you know, we look at uh, insured accounts, right? So when you look at things like high yield savings accounts, when you look at things like CDs that are out there, fixed annuities are out there that are paying really good rates right now, even things like fixed indexed annuities, which previously um, we're not quite as popular, but I'll tell you what, these fixed indexed annuities, the, and I'm not talking about the annuities that pay you an income for the rest of your life and have high fees and, and a lot of risk. Like, I don't like those types of annuities. The annuities that I like are the ones where you can't lose any money 
and the ones that if the market goes up, you have the ability to get returns that are based on market performance, which is pretty sweet. So you have a safe way to almost track the index of a market that you can make more money potentially than a CD or more money than a bond potentially. And so these things are becoming more and more popular. I think a lot of people don't know about them, which is why we like to educate folks first and foremost on these types of things. But they're becoming really, really popular uh, these days because people are looking for a safe way to make money. Now, if you've never been walked through that concept before, I'm not saying you need to come in and buy an annuity, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But what I do suggest that you do is that you explore what your options are because if there's a safe alternative out Mm -hmm. there that can help you make money over time, I think it would be foolish to not at least explore that a little bit. And so that's what you'll get when you come in to visit with us if it's a good fit for you. And by the way, annuities are not a good fit for everybody. But for the ones that they are a good fit for, they can do a tremendous amount of good for your retirement plan. And you can talk about that with Prashant. Again, we do have spots on his calendar. They are open now, a total of 10. Uh, We do this for our radio listeners each and every week, and there are no costs, no obligation, no pressure. Uh, You can call at any time, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. We have been kind of going over some of the classic rules for retirement planning, the 4% rule, uh, the rule of 72, the magic age of 65 rule and how it's kind of changed. And here's the next one, Prashant, and we hear this quite a bit and you can kind of break it down for us. The rule of 100. Yeah. So this rule was formed to begin with 100. And then what you would do, you would subtract your age from 100 and that would give you uh, a number that you would convert into a percentage. And that percentage would be the amount of your portfolio that should be invested in more aggressive assets, things like stocks. So let's break it down. Let's use an example. Okay. Let's assume that I'm 60 years old. Okay. So we take the rule of 100, we take 100 minus 60, and that gets us 40. So when we look at that, that would be 40% of our portfolio should be exposed to risk under that rule. And that's what the old rule of 100 uh, used to tell us. So and let me ask you this. So now that we are, as we we often comment on, we're living longer. So maybe that rule shifts a little bit. Uh, Maybe, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, I hate to interrupt you, but you're exactly right. It has been shifting for the last several years here. And so what advisors are starting to do now is instead of using a rule of 100, we call it the use of the rule of 110 right? And that's, we're just going to start with a higher number, 110 minus our age is going to give us that uh, amount that we need to have exposed to risk. But look, whenever we expose part of our portfolio to risk, right, we need to be certain that we still have a safe way to draw our income from, right? In our office, when when you come into our offices, we have these big whiteboards in every single one of our meeting rooms. And the whiteboard has effectively three buckets on it. Okay, it's got a bank bucket, which is liquid cash. We have a green bucket, which is totally safe and secure. And we have a red bucket, which has risk. And what I always say is that in a perfect world, you want to have as much money in that red bucket as you possibly can. And why is that? It's simply because in the red bucket where we're taking the risk, we're most likely to create the highest level of return over time. Okay, and I think time is the most important factor, Morgan. I can't stress this enough. Time is the most important factor because the longer we participate, 
participate in the market, the higher the probability is that we're actually going to make money. The challenge that retirees face today is that we need time in order to be successful. But when we get to retirement, what's the one thing that we don't have nearly as much of? It's time. Right. And so when we look at it, we need to have a separate place that we can go take our income from, typically our green bucket of money that we can take income from so that we can buy time in our red bucket. Every time we lose money, we need time to let it recover. But if you need time right when you need income, then that is a disaster unless you have a plan in place. I mean, so important to sit down, uh, map this out. And again, you know, look at your time horizon, uh, but this is all part of the process. You know, you, you get to know your advisor, you get to know your fiduciary, you sit down, uh, you talk, talk about what you want out of retirement, your goals, wh what you want to do early on, uh, where you want to be, uh, middle of your retirement, and at the end of your retirement. There's so many puzzle pieces, Prashant, we talk about it all the time, that come together to form your retirement. And you need to make sure you've got all the pieces, you dot all of the I's, you cross all the T's. And as you near retirement, you're ready to go. Uh, the sooner you start, the better. Obviously, it's never too late. There are a lot of us out there that probably have wonderful portfolios, but we think we're going to knock on retirement's door and, and voila, we're here. You really need to have a plan, folks. Uh, there are a lot of things that are going to impact that portfolio. Uh, you need to make sure you map it all out. So Prashant, we have the 10 positions on your calendar for the upcoming week. Walk us through what's going to happen for these 10 lucky callers. Yeah, you're going to call into that phone number. That's 800-653-8404, 800-653-8404. And when you come in to visit with us, it's totally complimentary. You leave that checkbook at home and you're not agreeing to come in and become a client. But when you do come in to visit, what we're going to do is we're going to take you through a comprehensive and custom planning process that's going to be customized for your situation. Okay, it's not going to be cookie cutter planning that we offer to every single person, we're going to interview you, and you're going to interview us. But most importantly, we're going to get you a customized plan that's going to help you take some of the mystery out of the financial planning process by helping you map out your income. So you know exactly how much income you're going to have coming in projected after taxes and inflation for the rest of your lifetime. We're also going to talk about taxes. Okay, the key to unleashing your income in retirement is to make Make sure that you pay the least amount in taxes possible. We're going to talk to you about how you can potentially do that. And the last thing will be a portfolio stress test. That portfolio stress test is going to show you that by protecting some of your money, you could actually have the potential to create more income and have more growth over the course of your retirement. Starts with that phone call. It's exclusive to our radio audience today, 800-653-8404. All right, call on in. Retire Smart Maryland Radio going to roll on on the other side, and we are going to put Prashant Sabapathy to the test, and it's going to be Social Security. It's a pop quiz, and that's coming up next on Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, your host, Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, Independent Fiduciary, published author, couple of books already, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly. You can find out a lot more information on retirement, also those books at retiremaryland.com. 
RetireMaryland.com. That's RetireMaryland.com. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week, we go back and forth on so many different retirement topics. A lot goes into your retirement planning. Uh, you need to have a plan. You need to work with a fiduciary. And the really neat thing about this program, Retire Smart Maryland Radio, we give you an opportunity at no cost, no obligation, no pressure uh, to meet with Prashant and his team and see where you are in your process. Maybe you haven't started. Maybe you're a procrastinator. Uh, maybe you've got a nice portfolio and think you're good to go for retirement. That's not a plan, folks. Or you might be in a situation where you're halfway down the retirement planning path, but you're not getting the feedback. It would be time for that second opinion. You can grab one of the appointments. We have 10 of them exclusive for our radio listeners. They're available as soon as we open up the show. You can call 800 653 Zero four. So do you know when you are going to be taking your Social Security benefits? That's a question that a lot of people like to ask when they first sit down and they start talking about retirement planning. How about what is your full retirement age? Don't worry. Uh, we got you covered. Your full retirement age and the age that you start receiving your Social Security benefits will be vital as you start refining your retirement blueprint, that roadmap. And of course, to properly lay that foundation for your financial future, it's very, it's just imperative we understand the basics when it comes to Social Security. And there are, uh, you know, there are a few gray areas that could stand to be uh, shored up a little bit. So we're going to talk about it, but we're also going to do a pop quiz. Prashant, uh, how did, how'd you do in school on pop quizzes? You know, I got to brag a little bit here. I was pretty good with test taking, okay? So yeah. if you got a pop quiz for me, I'm pretty confident in my ability here. But why okay. don't we put it to the test? All right, all right. Hot seat time. Here we go. He's not in cold sweats. When I was in school, cold sweats when the pop quiz was announced. <laughs> uh, but obviously, uh, Prashant, he's ready to go. All right, so here, here's the first one. Uh, true or false, in most cases, if I take benefits before my full retirement age, they will be reduced for early filing. True or false? Okay. I hope they're not all this easy, Morgan. Otherwise, I'm going to pass, you know, with flying colors. But I'm going to go true on this one. This is, uh, and I, I think, uh, honestly, most of our radio audience probably knows the answer to this one. Of course, the earlier you take your Social Security benefit, the less you are going to get. That is what they call, by the way, an actuarial reduction. Okay. So the earlier you take it, the less you get because they're going to have to pay it out for a longer period of time. Look at that. I mean, he's getting extra credit on the very first <laughs> true false question. I love it. All right. Next one. If I'm receiving benefits again, true false, if I'm receiving benefits before my full retirement age, and I also continue to work, my benefits might be reduced based on how much I make true or false. So this one is absolutely true, okay? So if you're under that full retirement age, uh, then what happens is you can work, but there's an earnings limit, okay? Believe it or not, there is an earnings limit. And so the rules change, okay? In the year that you turn full retirement age versus uh, if you are under your full retirement age. So I'll give you an example. If you are in the year that you are turning your full retirement age, the 2023 limit is $56,520 if you are collecting your benefits. So if you collect your benefits and you earn $56,520 or more for every $3 that you exceed that benefit, there is a $1 withholding or payback of your social security benefit. Now, in the year before you turn 
uh, full retirement age in the years before you turn full retirement age, that limit is actually a heck of a lot lower. It is $21,240. And for every $2 that you exceed that limit with your earnings, there's a $1 payback. Of course, when you get to full retirement age, you can earn as much income as you would like. So that's my long answer. The answer is true to your question. You know, if Social Security was a baseball game and you had to win the game, uh, the closer that would come out of the bullpen, I think it's Prashant Sabapathy. <laughs> I mean, two questions and absolutely home-runned it uh, both times. All right, question number three. Again, pop quiz, true, false, Social Security. We're seeing how Prashant is handling it and so far. By the way, Morgan, I tested well when I was younger, and he's proving that to be true. So here's question number three. If I have a spouse, he or she can receive benefits from my record, even if he or she has no individual earnings history. True or false? Yeah, this is a really good one. And the answer is actually true. Not a lot of people know this, but in cases where we have a higher income earning spouse and then a lower or even a zero income earning spouse, the lower or zero income earning spouse has the ability to potentially take up to one half of the higher income earning spouse's benefit. Now, in order to get that full one half as a spousal benefit, both spouses need to already be at their full retirement age. But the answer to your question is definitely true. You can have a spouse collect from your record even if he or she has no individual earnings history. True. Three, three for three. You feeling all right? You're over there? You're warming up? I'm feeling good. Feeling good? Feeling good? Well, listen, yeah, go. uh, if you've got any questions about Social Security, any questions about retirement, uh, you need to have a plan. Uh, you need to work with a fiduciary. The opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant Sabapathy, it's open right now. We have 10 appointments. They're exclusive for our radio listeners. You can call at any time and grab one, 800 653 That's 800 653 Remember, leave the checkbook at home. This is no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. So here we go, continuing with our true false quiz for Social Security. If I have a spouse and he or she passes away, I will receive both my full benefit and my deceased spouse full benefit. True or false? So this one is actually going to be false, Morgan. And the answer to this one really is that when one spouse passes away, the typical rule of thumb is when one spouse passes away, you will lose the lower of the two benefits. I'll never forget this. This is one of the, the first uh, cases that I had very early in my career. I had a husband and wife. He was still working for the federal government. He was getting ready to retire. When he, when he you know, we were planning out their, their Social Security. We were planning out the, how to position their assets. He had a pension through the federal government, and he had Social Security. Three months into the retirement, this gentleman passed away. Okay, and he was getting about thirty-five thousand a year Social Security. The wife was getting about twenty-five thousand a year Social Security, and he also had a pension. Well, he passed away three months into retirement, and she immediately lost half of his pension, and then she also lost that twenty-five thousand dollars of Social Security that she was getting. So even though her husband was the one that passed away, her Social Security went away. And she got his. So typically, you will lose one of the Social Security benefits, and the one that you will lose will usually be the lower 
of the two. So false is the answer to that question. Social Security pop quiz here on Retire Smart Maryland Radio. We're putting Prashant Sabapathy, our host, to the test. We're going to jump to this question. The money that comes out of my paycheck for Social Security, we all see it go out, right, when those paychecks come in. The money that comes out of my paycheck for Social Security goes into a specific account just for me and remains there earning interest until I begin to receive Social Security benefits. True or false? This one is unequivocally false, okay? So when you're paying all those taxes through your payroll deduction, it does not go into your Social Security account. What I always like to joke is that it goes into our Social Security account. And so what happens is they use the pool of money for Social Security to pay out everybody that is currently collecting benefits. So that's why so many people are so concerned about putting in all this money and then never living long enough to actually get it out. I always joke that when you pass away, you know, they don't send your family a, a check for all the taxes that you pay. They do what? They ring a little bell in their office, ding, 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 we got another one, and they put the money in their pocket. Now, with that being said, this is why planning is so important. We want to make sure that all of our clients get as much Social Security as they possibly can relative to the taxes that they paid. And so one of the tools that we use is something called a Social Security timing tool. And what that Social Security timing tool does is it actually walks you through all of your different available options for how you should be collecting Social Security. It takes into account the spousal benefit, which we talked about just a minute ago. We talk about survivor benefits. We talked about uh, you know, ex-spousal benefits is another thing that we haven't really covered yet that could benefit you if you are divorced. So with all that being said, uh, it's absolutely false that your taxes go into an account earning interest for you. Now, if you are concerned that you don't know how to collect Social Security the right way, because remember, if you get it wrong, there's not too many opportunities to go back and get a do-over, right? And so what I always say is that you have to have one thing when you go file for Social Security. And that one thing is confidence. You have to have confidence that you are making the right decision because you don't get that many do-overs. If you are not 100% confident in your Social Security plan, what you're going to do right this second is pick up the phone and give us a call. That phone number is 800-653-8404. When you book that appointment, have your calendar ready to go. But when you book that appointment with me and my team, we're going to run that Social Security timing report custom for you. It's going to walk you through all of your potential options for how to collect Social Security. And we will help you totally complimentary. We will help you figure out the best strategy for you. When you have this Social Security timing report in front of you, what I've been told by our clients and all the people that we've helped is that you are going to have the confidence to know unequivocally that you are making the right decision for you. But it all starts with that phone call, 800-653-8404. Have your calendar ready when you dial that phone number, and we will get you into the schedule. 800-653-8404. Call now. Again, folks, I mean, everything to gain, nothing to lose. You get a better idea of where you are in your retirement planning process. If you've got questions about Social Security, if you've got questions about the portfolio that you've acquired over years and years and years and you haven't started planning yet, 
This is the opportunity. Call that number, 800-653-8404. When we return on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, it's kind of the continuation of the test. We've got some scenarios, retirement scenarios. I'll put them to Prashant Sabapathy, and we'll see what he comes up with. That's all coming up next on Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors, independent fiduciary. Yes, he is. And a published author, couple of books so far, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and Retire Abundantly is the latest. You can go to retiremaryland.com and check it all out. Great resource website for you. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, always about retirement planning. And now we're going to get into some scenarios. And you also have an opportunity opportunity to kind of create your own scenario and come in and talk to Prashant Sabapathy about it. And again, these are retirement scenarios, and we'll see how he does. Remember, 10 positions on the calendar for the next couple of weeks. You can schedule when you can come in, and there are no costs, no obligation, no pressure. All you got to do is call the number 800-653-8404. First scenario is this. I have a 401k with a company I retired from this year. Can I convert those funds to my Roth IRA? That's the first question. I don't want to convert all the funds because of the tax bill. I think it'd be too much. Can I convert just a part of the funds to my Roth IRA and then roll the rest of my 401k funds into my traditional IRA? Yeah, so this is actually a really good scenario. We get this all the time because I think people are, you know, really, really concerned that taxes are going to go up in the future. I mean, I certainly am. And when you look at the state of the national debt, I think taxes are absolutely going to have to go up, in my opinion. With that being said, it's placing more and more of an emphasis on the Roth IRA and moving funds into a tax-free status. Now, typically, what employers do not allow you to do is make that Roth conversion within the 401k. So actually, in this scenario, what you would do is you would actually roll the money over into an IRA account. And then once the money is in an IRA account, you can convert all or some of it into a Roth IRA. And you can do that on an ongoing basis year to year to year. So with that being said, it is a great strategy. You just got to be really, really careful with executing it. Okay. Now, I have seen some employers that allow you to do a Roth conversion in the plan, but they're few and far between, uh, at least in my experience. So typically, the best way to go about it would be to roll the money over into an IRA account, and then do a Roth conversion. Of course, anything that you convert to a Roth will become taxable as ordinary income in the year that you make that conversion. Of course, we always recommend that you have a comprehensive tax plan in place. So once we put together the income plan that we'll put together when you come in to visit with us, once we know what you're doing with your money in terms of the buckets, whether you should have a red bucket with risk, a green bucket that's totally safe, the next part of the process is doing a mock tax return. And so what we typically do for our clients is we'll have the opportunity to bring in our certified public accountant. And what she does a lot of times is she'll run a mock tax return showing different Roth conversion amounts. If we converted 50,000, here's the tax bill. If we converted 150,000, 
here's the projected tax bill. And we use that data to figure out the correct amount to convert over time to create the most tax-free benefit over the course of your retirement. Incredibly powerful process to go through. But Morgan, unfortunately, I feel that so many advisors out there try to outsource the tax piece of the equation. And in my experience, clients just don't want that. They don't want to have to go see five different people to get their financial and tax plan done. They just want it done all in one place. So that's what we're starting to do for a lot of our clients out there. Yeah, I mean, one-stop shop and well-explained, uh, map it out. Um, you know, that's that that peace of mind, that ease of mind we talk about on the program all the time. I mean, really, if you've got that roadmap and you're you're checking all the boxes, you're crossing the T's and dotting the I's. I mean, you're going to feel better as you move towards your retirement. So make sure you have a plan. And if you're sitting there going, I don't have a plan. Haven't really thought about it. Well, now's the opportunity. Leave the checkbook at home. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Meet with Prashant and his team and kind of see where you are. At least you'll know, right? You're going to know if you're, you know, headed in the right direction, you're on the right path, or you're going to find out you're not. And then you can really start to bear down and work on that retirement plan. The number to call to grab one of these 10 no-cost appointments, 800 653 8404. Next scenario for you, Prashant. I'm four years away from retirement, and I already have enough income for that retirement. I have a year's worth of expenses in my checking account. Now, is there a certain balance I should keep in that checking account when my retirement accounts are all set to go? Yeah, this is a great scenario. Another one that we get pretty often here is how much liquid cash should I keep in the answer to this is it depends based on each individual's comfort zone. I mean, I've literally met with people who tell me that they're comfortable just having two or $3,000 in the bank because that's what makes them comfortable. I met with someone two weeks ago, believe it or not, he said that he always wanted to have half a million dollars in cash in the bank. And when we started talking about why that was, he just said, I don't know, for whatever reason, having half a million dollars in the bank makes me feel comfortable. So look, I think that what is typical is one to two years worth of expenses. That way you can buy yourself time during bad markets. Okay, the old rule of just six months, I think is not quite enough. But what it truly comes down to is where each individual's comfort zone is and this goes back to not giving cookie cutter advice like we never give cookie cutter advice where we can help it and that's because everybody's situation is a little bit different so what's right for you may not be right for your coworker, may not be right for your golf buddy right it's totally customizable to what your objectives are. And I think that's such an underrated and important part of the planning process is making sure that you have a customized financial and retirement plan. We're going over retirement question scenarios, and these are out there, and we're seeing how Prashant would handle them. You're listening to Retire Smart Maryland Radio, opportunity to get on Prashant's calendar, no cost, no obligation, no pressure, is ongoing through the course of this show. We have 10 spots carved out for our radio listeners. You can call and book at any time while they last, 800 800- Six five three eight four zero four. All right, here's the next one. An IRA, and I've, I, I think this might happen quite often, an IRA is being willed to me. If I inherit it before the age of 59 and a half, can I have it sent directly to my own IRA? And what are the tax implications? 
Yeah, so this is where Secure Act 2.0 and even the original Secure Act becomes really, really important. Okay, so if you inherit an IRA from a non-spouse beneficiary, what happens is you have the option to just cash it out as a lump sum if that's something you want to do, but you also have the opportunity to send that money into something called a beneficiary IRA. Sometimes it's called an inherited IRA. Now, when you put that money into an inherited or a beneficiary IRA, the new rules say that you must deplete that account within 10 years of the year of death. Okay, 10 years. That means if you inherited, let's say a million dollar IRA, and put it in, put it into an inherited IRA, you must deplete that million dollars over 10 years, which simply means what? that you're going to pay taxes on every single withdrawal that you end up taking out. And as long as you do that over a 10-year period of time, you are in compliance with the law. You cannot send it to your own traditional IRA, must go to an inherited IRA, but then you got to be cognizant of all of the tax headaches that that account will now provide you moving forward scenarios love going over these because again you're going to have so many things going on in your life your situation going to be completely different from anybody else's when it comes to retirement planning uh, just make sure you have a customized plan for you final scenario 55 years old 600,000 saved for retirement Prashant is it possible to retire at 62 so in seven years claim social security and live off 6,000 a month for the rest of my life yeah, so these types of questions are really interesting to me because it depends. And the reason I say it depends is because we don't know how much your Social Security benefit is actually going to be, at least not based on the information I have based on that question, right? So it all depends on what tax rates are going to look like, right? It depends on how the 600000 that you have is going to grow over the next few years until you get to that point of retirement. Like if the 600,000 went to 3 million, that's great. But is it likely that it's gonna go up 500% in the next five or six or seven years? Probably not. What if 600 became 300,000 because the market crashed? That would have a huge impact on your ability to have that $6,000 per month income. So there's a lot of moving parts to this thing. And I get these questions a lot, Morgan. People will call me up all the time or they'll kind of see me around town and just say, hey, can I grab a minute of your time or something like that? And they will ask me questions like this. And it, I thought it was always really interesting because I, as our radio audience probably knows, or if you watch the the television show that I have, you know that I come from a family of doctors, right? And so this would almost be like going to a doctor and saying, hey, doc, my knee hurts. And by the way, can you go ahead and just do the surgery and, and, and fix it? No doctor would do that. They'd want to take the tests. They'd want to do an analysis. And then they'd give you a recommendation. And you might take that recommendation and get a second opinion and everything else. And I think that is the type of care. And that is the type of detail that needs to go into your retirement plan. So it's great that you have $600,000 saved. It's great that you have an understanding of how much income you're going to need, but you have to look at every single part of the process, every single part of the situation to make an accurate determination as to whether or not you'll be okay. And this is going to be our radio audience's opportunity to get that fully customizable checkup on your financial 
and retirement plan. Just call the phone number, folks. It's 800-653-8404. Last opportunity for today's show, 800-653-8404. When you dial in, make sure you have that calendar in front of you. Our operators are standing by. They will book that appointment for you right there when you call. Come in to visit with us. Totally complimentary. Get that customizable roadmap that includes the income plan, the stress test on your portfolio, the fee analysis, the social security analysis, and the tax mitigation strategy conversation. If you can have all that, you're going to feel really confident about your retirement situation as a whole. That number again, last time for today's show, 800 653-8404. Call now. Another edition of Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy is in the books. I'm Morgan Patrick. We will see you on the radio next week. guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 